Hey, and welcome to this episode of the MTB Fitness Podcast. Now, since the last episode aired, I think about a month ago, there's been a fair amount of change, shall we say. So this episode is kind of dedicated, if you like, to everything that's going on in the world with coronavirus and sort of the fear everywhere and the massive upheaval and everything that's happening really so I thought it'd be quite interesting to do an episode on that but kind of specific for us mountain bikers if you like who are a hardy breed of people and who 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 kind of crack on with life if you like but I thought it'd be really interesting to to chat about coronavirus and in specifically I'm not going to talk about coronavirus and talk about that all day but what I am going to talk about is how to deal with a crisis so I'm going to go through seven ways of staying calm and collected and in control at times of crisis so obviously what's prompted this is everything that's going on with coronavirus at the moment but you can apply it to every kind of crisis or big change in your life in general I think it'll help with everything so whether that's losing your job or having issues with your business or if it's somebody dying for example uh, divorce anything like that any kind of massive change and time of uncertainty and any kind of crisis really so at the moment that's coronavirus but there's tons and tons of different things that we go through in our life and I thought it'd be really interesting to have a chat about seven ways of staying calm, collected and in control at times like this. So it's going to be about half an hour this episode, something like that, although I'm not timing it, I just think it'll take about that long and yeah, I hope you really enjoy it, let's get in. Alright, so in this episode, I'm chatting about seven ways to stay control, calm and collected through times of crisis and times of massive stress and massive change, essentially. So I'm going to be going through them one by one. And like I say, the reason that this episode came along is because of coronavirus, which has kind of gone crazy over the past two or three weeks, if you like. I don't need to chat about what's happening. I'm sure you're fully aware. But I thought it'd be a really good time to chat about this now because it affects our lives at the end of the day, but it affects our mental health, our physical health if we let it. It can affect our riding habits and I think it's really relevant for us as people and obviously us as mountain bikers as well. So I'm going to go through seven ways of how to stay calm and in control and you really can apply these to every kind of aspect of your life, including your riding as well. So let's dive straight in. Number one is to keep to your normal habits and routines. Now, what I mean by that is keep some kind of normality in your life. So at the moment, coronavirus is going on and depending on where you live in the world, it might have completely turned your life upside down. If you're listening to this podcast from Italy, for example, you're probably going to be locked inside or you may be locked inside and not allowed to leave your house. So that's completely turned your life upside down and you don't have that normality. But what you can do is try and get some kind of normality in your life, something that just keeps you in habit, in routine and doing the same sorts of things. So I'll give you an example of one thing that can't for me be affected by coronavirus and that's having my morning coffee when I first wake up so on the days where I don't have any clients so I work from home I start the day first of all Sophie gets ready I help her get ready make her a brew etc etc and then 
so I see her off and she heads off to work. And then when I've done that, the next thing that I do is make myself a coffee and I put some kind of positive YouTube video on. So this morning I was watching the School of Greatness podcast by Lewis Howes, but a video of it. Um, and that's actually what inspired this podcast um, because he was chatting about how to stay calm in a crisis and doing all those sorts of things. So I thought I'd do my version with this one. But that's always my routine. So all the time, no matter whether it's the middle of the summer, whether it's winter, whether it's Christmas, no matter what's going on, the first thing that I tend to do in the day is make myself a coffee and I'll put some kind of positive YouTube video on. And that just gets me so in a positive mindset and sets me up for the day. Now, I did that this morning and no matter what kind of goes on over the next few weeks, if we end up having to self-quarantine, um, no matter what happens, I can do that to start my day. Now, the reason that I do that is because your brain likes regularity, it likes routine, it keeps you calm, it keeps you in control. And I think it's really important to sort of figure out what your normal habits are and your normal routines are and then try to keep those as best as possible now it could be that some of your habits change so if you used to go into the gym first thing in the morning and the gyms end up closing for example then you've got to figure out a different way to keep that routine so what i'd say there is just look for the closest possible thing to that that you're doing so that's a really good example if you used to go into the gym at 6 30 a.m but the gym closes for a week or two then you can train at home instead so what you can do is get up at the same time get your gym kit on just like normal but then go to your garage to your garden to your front room wherever it is that you want to train and then do a bodyweight workout there instead so you're still keeping a kind of normal habit a normal routine and you're not letting everything get flung up in the air the biggest or one of the biggest um one of the biggest things you can do to stay in control to stay collected to to keep moving forwards when when there are times of crisis and times of stress and times of big change is just to keep in that bit of routine and to kind of keep some normal habits in there just that keep you on an even keel and i think they're really really important it's easy when you get stressed and worried and when something's going on to let all of those things fall by the wayside but i think it's really important to consciously keep some of those normal habits in place so that was number one number two so in my opinion and all of these eight are my opinion i think you should limit the amount of news that you read to once or twice a day now the reason that i say that is because i've noticed like i don't pay much attention normally to the news i don't really read news websites often i never read newspapers but over the past couple of weeks i've been paying more and more attention to it and one thing that i notice is how much they seem to hype things up beyond what are just the facts so i'll give you one example which made me a bit angry <laughs> so we were in the queue in the supermarket me and sophie the other day and I forget which newspaper it was, but the headline on the front of it was police get powers to, um, oh, what's the word when you control somebody? In prison. Police get, police get powers to imprison coronavirus sufferers. So that was the headline. And then underneath it was a massive picture of this, what looked like a police officer with a military-grade um, gas mask on. He had a hood up. It just looked like someone from a horror movie. He looked mean, this person. And it was obviously, you look at it and you were like, oh my lord, like, what's going on here? Then it looked like a police officer and like a really mean-looking badass copper. Um, and then... I had a look at 
underneath the photo and in tiny tiny print it said a london tube goer still manages to keep his hu- sense of humor amidst the coronavirus scare and what happened was that they'd taken a photo of some random guy dressed up in fancy dress taking the mick in a massive gas, gas mask but they put that text really really small and put this massive scary headline on the front now the again this is all my opinion and i've got friends who work for newspapers and that kind of thing but the the media's job is to get you to read to buy the newspaper it's to get you to click on the website so you know news websites often have ads on there the more people that read a story means the more people click the ads on that website and the more revenue they get if people aren't clicking they're not getting the revenue through and they're not getting the money so a really boring story isn't going to get click clicked and isn't going to get read a story that's really building up the hype and is scary gets people to read it. So it's really easy if you do start reading or if you're sort of at the minute, you might be checking your phone every 10 minutes and reading more and more of the news. And I know I've definitely noticed myself doing it more. I've been checking it every hour or two. Um, and I kind of caught myself because I realized that every time I headed onto a news website and started to read, it made me feel anxious and a bit nervous because the headlines are like really in your face and scary really um another one so one of the most recent bits of news at the moment is that the health official i don't know who said it um has said that over the next few weeks over 70s may be told that they need to self-isolate so that was the actual sort of factual news now the headline was over 70s told to self-quarantine for weeks and everything gets really hyped up and taken out of context and just built into its kind of craziest, scariest, and most anxiety-inducing sort of phrase. So what I would say is I think it's really, really, really important to keep up to date with what's happening, what the official advice is, how to keep you and your loved ones safe, because it's, you know, it's really, really important that we all do that. But my argument would be I would only check the news once, maybe twice a day, um, and what I would do is I would get the information that you need from actual official sources. So I'd go on the World Health Organization website. I would just Google coronavirus because the first results that come up are um, the official kind of like websites that you need to read because Google and all social media are pushing that to make sure people get their information from the right sources. So I would just look at the sort of the official advice. And the official advice is, you know, stay away from people in regards to social distancing. So if you don't need to be in massively built up crowded areas, don't do that. Don't shake hands, wash your hands really often. Don't put your hands up to your mouth and all kind of normal things you can do to protect yourself. So I would say it's really important to make yourself aware of those things. But what I wouldn't do is check the news 20 times a day because it thrives off scaring you, off making you feel anxious or making you nervous because the more you feel like that, the more you're going to go to the website and then, you know, you keep them in business. They're there to do a job at the end of the day, but their job is not to be, their job isn't to give public safety announcements or whatever. It's to get you to read the newspapers. It's get to get you to buy the newspapers. It's to get you on the website to read it. And they tend to do that in really scaremongering, fearing ways. So I would say check the news once or twice a day, but limit it any more than that, in my opinion. Because if you check it in the morning and you check it at night, you're going to get most of the information that you need. You're not going to miss any important news, but you're not going to be terrifying yourself all day through the day. 
And that goes for social media as well. I'd say try and stay to positive sources like the MTB Fitness Group on Facebook. Plug. <laughs> but stick to sort of like positive environments that aren't hyping everything up and getting terrified. So that'd be number two. Only check the news once or twice a day and get the information that you need from actual official sources like the WHO website, for example, the World Health Organization, who aren't going to try and terrify you. They're just going to give you the actual advice that you need to hear. All right, number three on how to stay calm and in control in a crisis. And this is uh, what I will say is that number two, I would say, applies to day-to-day -day life as well. So get most of your information from good sources, from positive sources, from unbiased sources, rather than the news. I think if you do read the news all day, every day, you, it, it always focuses on negativity, in my opinion. All right, number three, and that's to exercise daily. So exercise is hugely important. It keeps you physically fit and healthy. So it keeps your immune system sort of up to scratch. It keeps your heart, your lungs, your muscles, your whole body in great physical shape, which means that you're more likely to be able to fight off a virus. Your immune system is going to be working better. But importantly, it keeps you in good mental shape as well. So you'll know this. Everybody reading this exercises regularly. You ride, you might train in the gym, you might train at home. You keep exercising regularly and you know the mental sort of benefits that it gives you. So I would say make sure that you're exercising daily and that can be anything from doing a gym or if you don't want to go to the gym, a home workout to riding your bike, doing a mountain bike ride, to doing intervals in your garage on your static bike, to simply going for a walk and exercising that way. But do some kind of exercise every day that gets a good sweat on, that gets you moving, that gets your heart working and that is just a good sort of workout and you want to be getting that every single day because that massively helps you de-stress it releases all those positive endorphins that make you feel good and it just gets you in a great frame of mind and makes you better able to combat everything that's going on it keeps you clear-minded it excuse me hiccups it keeps you focused and it just keeps you doing all of the right things so make sure that you exercise daily it's really really important Number four of seven is to make sure that you eat well. So, yeah, <laughs> me, me and Sophie went to the supermarket yesterday and the lady, we went in the evening, the lady was saying that the morning, it was like Christmas Eve morning, it was just absolute bedlam. Everybody was grabbing as much as they could possibly grab. There was zero toilet paper on the shelves. All the eggs were gone. I've ended up getting some kind of bluebell egg or something like that <laughs> because all the normal eggs were, were gone. Everybody's got them, so everybody's kind of panic buying. Um, but you can still focus on eating well at the minute and I'd say it's even more important than normal and and the reason for that there's a lot of reasons I talk about nutrition a lot but first of all it's important to stay healthy like you know this the healthier you are the better that your body is going to feel and it's going to work meaning that you can fight off diseases more easily you can stay healthier you're less likely to get poorly but as well as that let's say from the mental point of view, when you eat well, you feel better as well. So if you eat a high sugar diet, for example, so let's say that you woke up in the morning and had cocoa pops full of sugar. What will happen is you'll spike your sugar levels immediately and then 
about half an hour later, your sugar levels are going to crash and they're going to go below your kind of baseline sugar level or where it needs to be. Now, when your sugar levels get, or your blood sugar levels get really low, you start to feel hungry, you start to feel, you know, sad almost and a bit down and lacking energy. And it's the opposite kind of mood that you want to be in. You want to be feeling strong and in control and feeling like you've got tons of energy. Now, if you're eating badly, you're not going to feel like that. So make sure that you eat well, focus on having a good diet and you know we did a shop yesterday and we definitely didn't panic buy everything in the store but we did think right why don't we get some food in for the next couple of weeks just in case there's people that are buying stuff off the shelves it might take a while for the supermarkets to get ahead of it and restock everything so while we're in the supermarket let's get enough food to last a couple of weeks and we just got a mix of some stuff that can go in the fridge and some stuff that we can freeze as well and um, just like you know like meat and veg potatoes loads of veg we got loads of meat um, and then what we can do with that is that we know we've got good healthy food for the next couple of weeks then so when we've got it in there's no excuse then to go to the co-op on the way home and find that all the healthy food is gone because everybody's bought it and then they couldn't resupply it in time. So we've already got our healthy food in ready to eat because if we do go and there's no decent food to eat, that's when you're going to decide to get the chicken nuggets or the pizza or the unhealthy options. So stock your fridge with a reasonable amount of healthy food and then really focus on eating well. I'd say now more than ever, it's really important to be eating well and to have a good quality diet. And that goes for all kinds of crisis as well. You know, if somebody dies in the family or if you lose your job or if there's something else major that happens, your food is really, really important to have you working well physically and mentally as a person. So don't let that slip. Make sure that you keep eating well. Number five in the seven ways to stay calm, collected and in control in a crisis is to sleep well. So sleep is really, really important. Um, you need to be sleeping for most people need to get six to eight hours of good quality sleep a night. So the way that you do that is just like normal, you need to make sure that you've got blackout blinds, so no lights coming in through the windows and keeping you awake at night. You need to make sure that your bed is comfy, you've got comfy pillows, you've got a comfy mattress, nice duvet. And me and Soph were away this weekend, it was Sophie's birthday, so we stayed in a hotel, and the bed was mega uncomfy, it was like you could feel the springs digging into your back, and the pillows were super uncomfortable, like we normally have uh, feather pillows, and these were whatever material they were, I don't know, but they just didn't squish. So every morning, I found myself, well, I found myself waking up through the night, first of all, but then in the morning, my neck was really stiff and really sore, and you could just tell when you woke up that you're not recovered as well as you would normally in a comfy bed. So make sure for your sleep that your bed is really comfy. You want to get in it and be like, oh, this is nice, this is relaxing, and you don't want to be waking up through the night with sort of neck ache or back ache or anything like that. If you do, I'd say it might be time to start looking at making your bed comfier uh, and working on that side of it. So get to bed, another tip for good sleep, get to bed at the same time every night, wake up at the same time each day because that will keep you in a good routine and your body will then know what's happening. Um, what else can you do? Make sure that you put any phones or anything like that away from your bed so you don't want your mobile phone sat next to you because it buzzes through the night and then it can wake you up when you get notifications and disturb your sleep. Um, but yeah, overall, focus on sleeping well. Sleep's really important. It's when your body recovers 
um, again, both, both physically and mentally. So make sure that you keep sleeping well uh, and focus on that at the moment. Don't let your sleep habits go. Number six of how to stay calm and in control in a crisis is get out and ride. <laughs> For all of us listening to this, we're all mountain bikers. The best thing that we can do to stay focused, to stay on an even keel, to stay mentally strong is just to get out and ride your bike. So you, you release all those happy endorphins, you get out in the middle of nowhere and just relax and um, I don't need to sell you on riding, but at the moment, it can be easy to get overtaken with fear and to focus on other things and end up not riding your bike. But I'd say now more than ever, it's so important to just get out and ride your bike and enjoy yourself. But for once, Mr. Sensible, I'm not normally. <laughs> um, what I would say is now's probably not the time to try and nail that big drop that you've never done before. It's probably not the time to try and get faster and faster and faster on the downhills. And the reason I say that is because with all the cases of coronavirus that are coming out, the NHS, if you're in the UK, or your health system, or your healthcare system, wherever you are in the world, is going to have a lot more people coming in, getting deal dealt with, um, so that you don't want to fall off and break a bone and then just add more kind of impact, if you like, on the NHS, on your uh, hospital service. So I would say at the moment, ride, but maybe be a little bit more cautious, a little bit more careful than you would normally because if one of us falls off and breaks a bone and puts ourselves in hospital, that's a doctor and a nurse who has to deal with us instead of dealing with somebody else who might really need it at that time. So ride your bike. I'm definitely going to be out riding my bike, but just have it in the back of your mind to be a little bit more careful than normal. It'll be just my luck now that I'll fall off and put myself in hospital after saying this. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to double make sure that I don't. Um, but I would say get out, keep riding. It keeps you mentally sane. It keeps you physically sane. Make sure you do it. Um, don't let everything that's going on stop you riding at the moment. Unless, you know, you're told that you're not allowed to leave the house. <laughs> um, but just be a little bit more careful. Don't put yourself in hospital. Save the bone breaks for a few months. <laughs> All right, and finally, um, this is one. I think I heard it on a video with Brendan Burchard. If you've not heard, go look at him. Um, I don't follow a lot of his stuff. It's a little bit OTT for me, but he has got some really good information. And again, he was talking about how to deal with... Um, sort of crises as we're calling it here and the seventh tip is to focus on being a role model and I thought this was a really really good way of looking at it so if you're listening to this you may have kids who look up to you you may have well hopefully you've got friends you've probably got family you've probably got people that you love around you and you want them to stay calm and control and you don't want them to be panicking. You don't want them to have sort of undue stress. So I found a really, really good thing you can do is focus on being a role model and think about how you would want, you want yourself to act and what you want your kids and the other people to look to you as a role model, as somebody who's strong and in control and calm. So let's take the example of your kids. If you've got kids, for example, you don't want them to be looking at you and you're in a state of absolute panic because all that's going to do is that's going to wear off on them as well and they're going to feel fearsome, they're going to feel scared, they're going to feel the same. Instead, you want to focus on being a role model. So think, how do I want to be acting at this time? I want to be aware of everything that's going on. 
I want to make sure that I give myself the best advice. So that means that you're washing your hands regularly. You're following all of the sort of tips from the government and the guidelines. You're doing all those things and you're making yourself aware of what you need to know. But what you're not doing is panicking and putting yourself in a state of absolute terror and really hyping yourself up. You're staying centered. You're staying in control. You're saying, right, here's what I need to know. Here's what I need to do. What I don't need to do is panic. And if you focus on being that role model for your kids, for the people that you love, for your um, employees, if you've got them, for the people that you work with, for your colleagues, then I think that's just a really good way of making you feel better. Because if you focus on being a role model and think about how that will benefit the people around you, then what that does is it just helps you end up feeling better because you end up acting the way that you want to act and the way that you should be acting. So number seven, the one that I'm going to end this podcast with, is focus on being a role model. So there you have it, seven tips to stay calm and collected and in control in a crisis. Number one, keep to your normal habits and routines as much as you can. Number two, limit your news reading to once or twice a day and get the advice that you need from official sources rather than sources which get paid to hype things up and to feed off fear. Number three, exercise daily. Number four, eat well. Number five, sleep well. Number six, make sure you get out and ride, but don't go breaking any bones. (laughs) And number seven, be a role model for everybody around you. If you can do those seven things, you're going to stay much more calm. You're going to stay control. You're going to stay in control. You're going to stay calm. And you're going to be able to deal with everything that's going on much better. You're not burying your head in the sand, but you're also not building yourself into a state of absolute terror that you don't need to be getting yourself into. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, bit different than normal, but I thought with everything that's going on, it might be nice to add my kind of two cents into the mix and add what I think about everything that's going on. And hopefully if it helps one person listening to this, then win a winner. If it did, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Either email me, matt at mtb.fitness, or just post up your thoughts on this podcast in the Facebook group. If you're not in it, just search MTB Fitness on Facebook and join the Facebook group. There's 20 odd thousand members in there, so it's a great place to be. Um, And overall, just stay focused, stay positive, Keep checking on what you need to do, but also keep moving forwards as well with yourself. Look after your health. Look after yourself physically and mentally. Look after those around you and stay as safe as you can. And I will see you next week for another episode of the MTB Fitness Podcast.